I'm consistently consistent. Hello, it's Friday the 13th. It's spooky day on Inconsistently Consistent. Woo! My name is Rachel. And I'm Melanie. We are not talking like this the whole episode. I just wanted to do it for a little bit of pizzazz. <laughs> and Eli just jumped up with me. <laughs> he heard the woo. Did you hear him sigh? No. He just gave a big. <sighs> He's like, Mom, why are you not paying attention to me? He's like, no, I'm coming up to, to curl up and lie down with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's nap time. It is nap time. Uh, so, yeah, we're doing superstitions because it's when this episode comes out, it's going to be Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell some spooky superstition stories to Eli that's going to scare him. He's going to run away. Eli being my dog, who's a big scaredy cat. Yes. Um, I don't know where Hexa is. She is somewhere <laughs> in the apartment. She's already hidden. She is probably either in the window spooked. or asleep under my sheet on my work chair. Because I did laundry and I just kind of hung stuff up around my apartment. Because mm-hmm. she was under the table earlier because they made like a tent. And she was like, I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped my so, pen. <laughs> so, how should we start? Um, I guess we should start by... Do you have any superstitions that you believe in? I don't know whether I really believe in them Mm -hmm. right as much as that I just go and do them like the knock on wood thing Mm -hmm. right when you're like go and you say something and you don't want it to happen yeah right and you go oh well I hope it doesn't snow tomorrow oh knock on wood right yeah but I do it but it's like I'm not sure I have this, if it's just kind of, like, passed down to me through my parents and my mm-hmm. family. So it's just, like, almost like a instinctive thing, but it's just, like, a habit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I was thinking that, too, when I was going through my research. And I think the one I consistently do is the um, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. And... I know when I was younger, we used to do the the step on the crack, break your mother's back. And there was like a little rhyme we used to sing, like step mm-hmm. on a crack and you'll break your mother's back. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. done that one in a while. I, I don't bother with that now. As a kid, though, like I remember being like maybe like seven, eight, maybe even nine, maybe even that old. And thinking that in my head that that might be a thing and mm -hmm. having that kind of like focus on it I think I was terrified when I was younger that I would actually break my mom's back by stepping on a crack (laughs) yeah I don't know if I was worried that like specifically it was going to break my mom's back but like Mm -hmm. I had that kind of like anxiety that it was going to do something bad 
mm-hmm. like something bad would happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So I did kind of have that, that little bit of fear that there was something to that, that, that it was real. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think I had that. And I know even um, walking under a ladder, that was one as well. Mm-hmm. growing up that I was kind of wary of and I I have this memory and I don't know if it's a real or if it's a false memory of like some of my friends purposely walking under ladders to be like oh I'm gonna tempt fate oh yeah really unsure if it's real or a false memory but I for some reason I remember people doing that for some reason like the latter one has never really come up for me. Really? I've never really experienced it. Like, maybe I've just never been around a lot of ladders. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I that was, that's like the one I remember. The knocking on wood, the ladder. And I know, like, people would be like, ooh, Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Like, the number 13, like, being an unlucky number. Yeah, and, like, black cats walking in front of black cats and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I kind of liked black cats just because I've always kind of been the one that's, like, I like it because it's alternative, mm-hmm. you know, because other people don't like it. Yeah. I, I'm, I was that person. I yeah. still kind of am that person. I mean, I'm that person. <laughs> I still am that person. And, like, two of my friends have black cats, and they are the sweetest things. I really want a black cat. One's name is uh, Quincy, and the other's name is Vulcan. Ooh. Yes. Cute. Yeah. So I, I want guess... to expand my cat army. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you need to expand it for world domination. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I wrote down some of the history of the superstitions. Ooh. Because I am a weirdo and half of my major is history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to start with the knocking on wood. So this one originates from either Indo-European, Celtic, or possibly British. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically the knocking on wood is either you call upon protection from good spirits or you're doing it to chase away bad spirits. Okay. And this one uh, originated from a 19th century British children's game called Tiggy Touchwood. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound sexual at all. And in this game, basically, if you touched a piece of wood, you could claim immunity from being tagged. I guess it was like a Mm -hmm. different game of tagged. Rachel, now what do you suppose was the 19th century British version of a white panel van? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Is there like a white panel horse and carriage that someone could have and be like, oh, come on, it's, you know, like Tiggy Touchwood time. <laughs> come into my little carriage. And then shit happen. Because that's what it sounds like. I think maybe it would be... Oh, what did they have in like that? Because eight nineteenth century is eighteen hundreds. So yeah, yeah. maybe it was like um, horse and carriage. It was probably a horse and carriage, or maybe it was one drawn with like a donkey. 
and mm. it was like a hunched over old woman that was like yes i have candy come to my carriage mm-hmm. she had a hunchback mm-hmm. i see it with a cloak yeah she had she's a giant wart on her face somewhere mm-hmm. yeah near her nose a, yes a hook nose yes so basically she was a witch mm-hmm. which you know checks out yeah um so the next one i've never done this it's the throwing salt over your shoulder yeah that one i just never got no i was like why do you gotta make a mint really though but this one i never did and i don't think i knew anybody the only thing i know with salt is you do like a salt circle excuse me to protect yourself from like demons and evil spirits and stuff yeah because that's um well I don't know if that's Wiccan or Pagan or technically both. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's like a spiritual practice. Yeah. Um, So the throwing the salt over your shoulder, it originates European slash Christian and ancient Roman. Mm -hmm. And basically it was seen as kind of warding off evil, but mainly the devil. Of course, the devil's always in those. Exactly. So ironically i didn't know this i learned some fun facts so fun fact in leonardo da vinci's the last supper painting that he did um judas we all know judas mm-hmm. was approach oh nice voice crack rachel portrayed as having accidentally <laughs> spilled salt at the supper so obviously in the painting apparently really yeah <laughs> can we get higher and maybe Eli's freaking out. He's like, what are, what are we getting hired for? Rip to headphone users. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just put his head back down. He's like, this is normal. Totally normal. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently he spilled it. I have yet to actually look up that painting. And I don't remember seeing that when I seen the actual painting uh, 11 years ago when I was in France um so bye Eli yeah you're officially done with my shit I know (laughs) bye Eli um but yeah so obviously Judas Judas is associated with evil so then salt became associated with evil and by throwing it over your shoulder you did so because apparently the salt would blind the devil from seeing where you're going oh Mm -hmm. I assume you're googling the last supper picture (laughs) yes (laughs) how'd you know i heard the i'm at it yes (laughs) Um, yes eli you're gonna have to go farther i have more shit to do here (laughs) i know melanie is gonna be weird tonight melanie is talking in third person yeah because melanie's talking to eli and eli needs to know what's happening yeah but which one is judas I don't know which one he is. In the <laughs> That's the issue. You know what I'm looking at? <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> Hold on. I can send it to you. Okay. I don't know which one is Judas in the painting. That's my issue. So I can't. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. No, it's totally easy to figure it out. I, okay. I'll show it to you. Okay. Is it one that's like dramatically spilling salt? It's absolutely. Okay. I'm Absolutely gonna... dramatically spilling salt. You'll totally get it right away. Uh, amazing. It's I'm totally sending to you. 
right now. Okay, there we go. It's very clear. And for our listeners, Rachel, would you like to explain what I sent you? So what Melody sent me is somebody took the Last Supper and they put the Salt Bay guy over Jesus. Yeah, so that is what happens when you try to look up Leonardo da Vinci Last Supper salt. This is what you find. You find Salt Bay guy right in the middle, spilling salt, just photoshopped into it. I don't know who decided that he needed to be there, but I respect your decision. I also respect your decision. And this I, it's just beautiful. We're both going to hell. It's beautiful. Um... Uh, that is going up for sure as one of our images. Yep, it is. For it's this definitely. episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll get you a better picture than that. But yeah. Yeah, that's going up. Um, so. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> that was I was not prepared for that. I was like, oh, my God. Maybe they'll just like give me like a focused picture of that and then mm-hmm. no, just him the top half of him not even the there's not even the full picture of him it's not even photoshopped like like i'd say not photoshopped well but it's not photoshopped well i mean they did cut around him pretty well like yeah like they did have good skill of it but it's not like he's put in there like to hide him at Mm -hmm. all he's just bluntly covering everything just he's just there if someone just said "fuck this," <laughs> <laughs> they did. And, uh, and I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. <sighs> yeah, that's what happens, um, you know. Yeah. We say, "Last Supper, Judas is spilling the salt," but what he was really doing was spilling the tea. Oh, wow, wow, wow dated reference (laughs) it is only dated if we say it's dated which i did it was you did so it's dated anyways moving on walking (laughs) under a ladder (laughs) yes um this one originates european christian and possibly egyptians as well which i thought was interesting what egyptians not allowed to climb shit listen you'll find out um (laughs) So for like the European Christian side, it has roots in Christian whole Christian symbolism because as we are aware, the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, three, mm-hmm. lead, led to the number three being associated with something sacred. Mm-hmm. As we all know from basic geometry, triangles have three sides. Mm-hmm. Ladders form triangles when you have them leaned up against shit yep that's the word or i was gonna say open if it's one of those opening ladders oh yeah when it has like a stand built in yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i got you yeah so basically that forms a triangle and they thought that walking under the ladder would destroy the sanctity of the trinity because you're breaking it oh and you know i saw something talking about how 
walking under the ladder actually that superstition goes back to medieval times um. where i was reading it and that it was uh, a superstition because it symbolized the gallows where people were being hanged i did see that too yep yeah so i think it comes from a bunch of different things and people just can't make up their minds yeah so the Egyptians thought that you might see a god going up and down the ladder, so you must avoid the ladder at all costs. So how do you climb it? And the person who wrote this website thought they were hilarious because they wrote, must have been made building tall pyramids difficult if you couldn't climb up a ladder. Yeah. Did I write that? Because that's what I thought. <laughs> no. how are you gonna climb a ladder if you can't walk up and down it because a god might be using it seems like yeah. you built the ladder and then you're like no it's for other people i can't use that yeah it's like when you have a, a vip section and you're like no you can't come in here you're not vip but it's like you have a vip section but the vip never shows up exactly but you're like oh i gotta keep it open just in yeah. case but, yeah. like, you're, like, not using that forever. Yes. Mm. Uh, so, obviously, broken mirrors. Have you ever broken a mirror? No. I You'd think I would. Because I am that clumsy and careless on mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Almost. Especially because I, I have moved a lot with university and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, no. Somehow, I have not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one is like a bunch of different people so like the Greeks, the Romans, the Europeans etc 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 one of the first things it says I'll wait till you're done rustling your giblets I don't know why it rustles my giblets whenever I pick up my phone okay I just pick up the phone it's not even where the microphone is okay I don't know what it is Podbean you're real sensitive it is very sensitive. It's like me. <laughs> very sensitive. <laughs> I'm sending you to therapy, Podbean. <laughs> um, so the first thing it says is that we find reflections of ourselves uncanny and unnerving. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Excuse you? <laughs> Excuse you? Yeah. No, you can't just come for us like that. they did no yeah no yeah no they can't just like body shame us apparently they did this website body shamed us oh and like everybody in general Mm -hmm. oh no um so (laughs) just no they thought a crack in there could somehow break the mirror's charm or trap one's soul and i have heard the trapping souls in mirrors before Mm -hmm. but not related to breaking it yeah and i've heard like mirrors being like portals or like yeah windows to things or something like that like gateway type of things Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, so you know how people like, oh yeah, you break a mirror, you get seven years of bad luck. Where did the seven years of bad luck come from? Well, we can thank the Romans for that. Of course. Yeah. So in their eyes, if you were in poor poor health, mm-hmm. that would cause the mirror to break because only sick people can make mirrors break. Apparently. Why? Because the mirror was sick of looking at you. I guess so. 
<laughs> sick of looking a lot of people. I don't just break. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's just I crack. do. <laughs> I'm cracked. <laughs> Um, so maybe mentally, yes. Yeah, mentally, definitely. Um, so for the Romans, the number seven was seen as the number of years required to complete a full life cycle of sickness and renewal. So it took you seven years to get better from your illness. What kind of illness? Just in general. Oh my God. Like seven years. Yeah. That's what they believed in, which is where the seven years of bad luck came from. I need more information. I know. Um, apparently, but you could prevent this from happening. If How? you buried the pieces of the mirror by moonlight. Oh, of course. The moon has something to do with it. Of course. Yeah. I do need Is more Steve information. Steve Rogers on the moon? Listen, why? we don't talk about Steve Rogers being on the moon. Why? He should stay there for that long because he fucked over Bucky. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess that would make sense because full moon ass, he is America's ass. Yeah. Um, sent him there without a space suit. They should send him there. They should have sent him for back. For seven years to get over his mental illness, which is the only reason why he should have fucked over Bucky like that. <laughs> yeah, seven years to get over his... Um, no, not Stockholm Syndrome. His obsession. His, his OTD. Delusion. Yes, his delusion. There we go. His delusion. But yeah, apparently seven years is how long it takes to get over an illness. Mm-hmm. Still I waiting. He wasn't out of the ice more than seven years. No, still waiting because my knee's been messed up for over a decade now. Almost, almost a half a decade 15 years so still waiting for those seven years to go by for my knee you know yeah i I think i was born fucked up yeah me too Mm. my newest joint that is now causing me issues is my wrist Mm. and i went and see my physiotherapist last week and i just got her to look at it i was like i think i sprained it from like pole fitness because it's me and are you surprised and she was like no not really um (laughs) but she was looking at it and she was doing like all the tests to see and then she goes I don't like how much your wrist moves (laughs) I was like it moves an abnormal amount and she goes your wrist is like super flexy like it's hyper flexible and she's like I can hear like the cracks and the cricks from like the little bones moving around so Now I have to wear a wrist brace and tape my wrist whenever I do any, like, activity. Because apparently my wrist is too flexy, and that's a bad thing. Oh, no. Yeah. You're too flexy. Too flexy. Oh, no. Got small knees, messed up hip, and a flexy wrist. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? What? <laughs> well, flexy runs with sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and the song i'm too sexy (laughs) so now that's your new pole song you should do it yeah definitely i've actually (laughs) (laughs) i actually started a pole song playlist on spotify of songs that i want to dance to so i'll have to add flexy sexy wrist (laughs) i'm too sexy. For my too wrist. flexy for my, for my wrist. wrist. Too flexy for my wrist. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, too flexy for my race. So flexy, it hurts. Which it does. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts. It's just true. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the sad truth. Um, so we talked about, like, the step on your crack, break your mother's back. Step um, on your crack? <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I'm in the part of this migraine. Uh, that where everything is funny. <laughs> step on a crack, break your mother's back. Not step on my crack. Yeah. So for the listeners, I have chronic migraines, and this part of this migraine is the fun part where I feel drunk. So I'm just having a good time. <laughs> it's not painful. It's just it's just goofy. She's having a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not on anything. I'm no. just having a really funny time. <laughs> Everything is funny. It's just like being it's like being drunk but on a migraine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um not only will it break <laughs> your mother's back. <laughs> apparently, if you step on the cracks, it might release evil spirits into the world. Cuz apparently cracks are now portals. Some of these just don't make sense. No, some of them don't. Like this one I was talking, when I was reading it, I was like, a crack is a portal to the supernatural. Okay. And you'd think if you stepped on it, you're actually covering it. So you're like, wouldn't you be keeping it in? Right? Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Because if you step on a crack, you're blocking it. So wouldn't that block the spirit from coming up? Exactly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sus. The logic of these things doesn't actually work sometimes. Some of them don't work. Some of them do work. We shall see. We shall see. So, as already stated, this episode's coming out on Friday the 13th. Wah, 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 wah. And... superstition <laughs> 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 behind Friday the 13th. <laughs> I will take a breathalyzer I swear I'm not drunk Um, so people have seen the number 12 as positive you know 12 months 12 zodiacs 12 days of Christmas the 12 tribes of Israel, whatever the frick that is. 13 was seen as unlucky because, once again, back to Judas, he was the 13th member of the dinner party, mm-hmm. in which Christ went bye-bye after. Mm-hmm. Also, in October of 1307, Friday the 13th was the day King Philip IV of France arrested and put to death hundreds of Templar knights. Oh, yeah, and the Knights of the Templar were very yeah. religious, weren't they? Yeah. yeah, the Knights of the Templar, for those of you who don't know, they were the ones who did a lot of the Crusades in the Middle East. Yes. And they're also the lore surrounding the Assassin's Creed games. The Templars are the 
considered the bad guys, mm-hmm. depending on who you talk to in the game. The assassins are seen as the bad guys, but they see the Templars as the bad guys. Anyways, I'm going to stop being a nerd for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played any of the Assassin's Creed. I have. I've played uh, the Black Flag one because my um, dude got it for me to play on his Xbox mm-hmm. when we were together. Um, so there's some lore surrounding black cats as well. Mm-hmm. And I bet that lore is get as many as you can and keep them in your house. Really, though. But also, sad <laughs> slash fun fact, black cats are the least adopted because of the superstition and yeah. that's not fair to the black cats. They didn't do anything. And also, more recently, they're also least likely to be adopted because they don't photograph well. well what do you expect? Like, to avoid. Yeah, they they don't photograph well for like Instagram and stuff. They look like toothless. What do you expect? But like dark faced animals don't mm-hmm. they don't show up well on camera. So a lot of animals like that whether they're like black cats or like dark faced dogs and stuff like this don't end up getting adopted out of shelters because of mm-hmm. how they look, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So adopt animals, no matter if they have a dark face, people. They all deserve love. Yeah. Not just Instagram. Yeah. Um, so for the black cats in 1232 AD, Pope Gregory, I think it's the ninth, it's the one and the X. Is the X ten in Roman numerals? X is ten. Okay, so Pope Gregory the ninth, because the one is before the X, so I think that means it's the nine. Um, declared that black cats were an incarnation of Satan. Ooh, interesting. And very interesting. And throughout history, so in the Middle Ages and even when the Puritans came to America, they would burn them in bonfires on holy days. No. So Shrove Tuesday, the first Sunday of Lent, and Easter is when they would gather all the black cats and burn them. Rachel. I know. I have never been more horrified to be raised. You should be ashamed of yourself. I was already ashamed. Now you need bigger shame. <laughs> I'm going to get the... I the already turned game. my back on it, but I'm now gonna... I must... Do another full 360. No, yes, you do. So you can turn your back on it again. Yes. Out of the principle. Yes. And I'm going to get the nun from Game of Thrones to follow you and say shame. Shame. Well, she rings her bell. Yes, they burned the cats, which is not cool. Ugh, holy fuck. Yeah. So much for our nice light episode, Rachel. I mean, I have... Listen, the next thing that I'm going to read will make will give you a laugh. <laughs> okay. So, there's a superstition about chewing gum at night in Turkey. Okay. And the first sentence on this website, and this one I had to write down because I was like, what the actual fuck is wrong with this person? It said, have you ever had an irrational fear of accidentally consuming dead flesh? No, but go on. <laughs> and they thought that chewing gum after dark would magically turn into the flesh of the dead. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my. Let me go get some double bubble. <laughs> Let me go get some hubba bubba. Yeah. Need to go chew some gum and see what the hell happens. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, dear God, or Judy Bloom, whoever's <laughs> listening, what the hell is going on in the world? I just, my one question, I, well, I have many questions, but who thought of this? Well, I think it's the same person that named the fucking place Turkey. Probably. They were like, you know what this place looks like? Bland white meat. And you know what I'm afraid of? Chewing gum after dark because I'm afraid it tastes like chewing the flesh of my the peers. They named the place after uh, you know, food. Mm-hmm. Most places are named after people. Do you see what they did? Yep. Maybe they eat people. Do you see my logic there? Oh, maybe they did. Right? You see what happened. Because mm-hmm. most people name places after people think stalingrad right leningrad and then you've got victoria city right like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff right you've got all these places named after people mm-hmm. and then this some dude goes you know what we're naming this turkey after a fucking bird <laughs> and then he's like don't you gum after dark. It turns into the flesh of my peers. I don't understand. This is one thing I never got. Because before it was Turkey, it was the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, before it was Turkey, it was a stool. <laughs> but how did they get from Ottoman Empire to Turkey? Like, what What was the train of thought there? First they put their feet up, then they feast. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That always confused me. I'm like, how did we get from that to Turkey? That makes no sense to me. But I don't know. I don't know. There's probably some meaning, lore behind it, but I don't want to look it up. Maybe they opened up the stool and they were like, oh, look, it's stuffed with turkey feathers. (laughs) That's why it's so soft. (laughs) Who knew? But also, I guess my other question with this is, why would you have a fear of accidentally consuming dead flesh? Have you done this by mistake before? Did somebody feed you? I don't think that was a mistake for him. Okay, so somebody didn't feed you like a (laughs) slice of your aunt, Joanne, and you were like, Oh, what is this? Oh, it's chicken? Oh, nom nom nom. And then they're like, psych, it's Aunt Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in his in, in this guy's family, like this was what they did, right? And they were like, Yeah, we're eating Aunt Joanne for supper. And he's like, Oh my god, this is the worst family ever. And now he's like, if I chew gum after dark, it turns into dead people. It turns into Aunt Joanne. <laughs> I miss her. She was the cool aunt. She gave me gum. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, 
Speaking of fucked up childhoods, mm-hmm. I have one. Okay. <laughs> Not just a fucked up childhood, I did. But yeah. um, I have a, a superstition for you. Okay. And it comes from Turkey as well, so it's really good. I have a great segue. Oh, you do. Oh, my God. Great job, Melanie. I'm talking in third person tonight. Again. So you can't jump over children in Turkey. You shouldn't do it. Because you, you curse them forever to be short. Oh. Yeah. You jump over a child, and then they have to be short forever. That's how it works. Oh. Superstition from Turkey. So while you're not chewing gum after dark, also don't have any fun by jumping over, ch- like, small children. Because then they won't grow. Huh. everybody knows children need to have direct contact with sunlight yes to grow and if they have any interruption in that growth that sunlight by like people jumping over them and blocking that sunlight they just stop so that's my theory that's my theory that's the only way i could think that this is per- i think the same person who thinks this also thinks about the chewing gum yeah Definitely. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, children are plants, right? They need sun to grow, jump over child, block sun, child stop grow. Sure. That, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Interesting. Man, Turkey, you got some, Turkey, you got some weird stuff going on. Also, why do they come up with, like, under, like, chewing gum? People chew gum, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, chewing gum after dark is a thing that could happen. But jumping over children? Who was jumping over children that they then had a superstition about it? Because think about it. Like, all the other ones are, like, knocking on wood, throwing salt, uh, walking under ladders. These are things that can happen. Mm -hmm. Like, who's jumping over children? Who's, like, laying children down and jumping over them? Okay, so... Are the children horizontal or are they walking and you're jumping when they're vertical? (laughs) I don't think it matters. Are you high jumping children? I I think it doesn't matter. Okay. Like, are you lining the kids up and you're doing like your your high jumps? I think any jump over a child counts. Okay. As long as you clear fully over the child. So then do they not play... Um, oh my god, what's the name of that game? Leapfrog. You were thinking Hopscotch, right? I was. I was going to say Hopscotch. I'm like, no, that's not the game. It's the one where you- I totally mind-melded with you just then. You did. Yeah, so they don't play Leapfrog in Turkey? Maybe, maybe not, because maybe that's where it came from. You're right. That is a situation where people jump over children. I was thinking, like, adults jumping over children. But what if it's, ch- it, but it doesn't specify who's jumping over the children. No, they were, but children? I was thinking like an adult jumping over a child. I was like, what fucked up adult? Like, think of like a 30 year old man jumping over like a five year old. And you're just <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just like, if you're walking down the street and there's like a child and then like a 30 year old man just like in a business suit just jumps over <laughs> him and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what I was picturing, right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't specify. So, like, if kids jump over kids, if you're playing leapfrog, does that mean all those kids are not going to grow? 
Apparently, they've cursed them themselves. Oh. <laughs> they did it to themselves. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Okay. It didn't really get into detail. I didn't I, like. I didn't call up the guy in Turkey to be like, "Hey, you done chewing on Joanne? Can you tell me some details?" <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I oh. love how you went to like a logical explanation of like <laughs> leapfrog, and I'm like thinking about like a thirty year old man jumping over a thirty year old jumping over a five year old. And I'm like, that's the only way someone can jump over a child. <laughs> You're like, that is the only logical explanation is a 30-year-old businessman jumping over a child. <laughs> I just picture him with the like the briefcase and everything. <laughs> and I just like really skinny guy too, like really like long-legged, like <laughs> like praying mantis style. Like Slender man, just like who are you? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so it's like really fucking awkward. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> oh, there's a weird. So speaking of Turkey, we're gonna take a slight turn up and go to Russia because Russia got some weird ones. So, in Russia, if you give someone yellow flowers, that's an issue because yellow is thought to represent infidelity, separation, or death. Oh. So is it like you're cursing them? Yeah, you're cursing them with that happening. <laughs> so you're like give, giving it to them. That's such a that's such a passive aggressive curse. It is. <laughs> It's like, if you want somebody to break up, you give them yellow flowers. <laughs> it's like, congratulations on your breakup. <laughs> Here you go. Congratulations on your breakup. But we're not broken up. Not yet, wink. <laughs> you will be. Mm. Hang on. Dude gave me yellow flowers. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations on your infidelity. <laughs> coming together oh my god <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> you should give him some yellow flowers <laughs> i should <laughs> see what you can do college graduation and hand him a bouquet of yellow flowers and just walk away and just be like congratulations on whatever this does for you <laughs> hair flip <laughs> I love it it's so fucking passive aggressive <laughs> It really is. Uh, it just captures the like 
you're giving someone like a present Mm -hmm. and being like oh my god I appreciate you so much fuck off (laughs) I hope you die (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I'm dying (laughs) I I can't give you any yellow flowers I swear (laughs) don't die I love you oh man (laughs) oh Also in Russia, if a bird poops on you or something that you belong to, it's supposed to bring you wealth. Wait, hold on. Something you belong to? Something that belongs to you is what okay, I meant to because say. because I belong to nothing. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if a bird poops on your bag or, like, your shoe or something, apparently that's supposed to bring you wealth. I had a bird poop on my Birkenstock last summer. Still mm-hmm. waiting on that wealth. Well, it pooped on your Birkenstock, so your Birkenstock is going to be rich and you're fucked. That's not fair. I own the Birkenstock. Yeah, well, like, sign it up for, like, a 401k. (laughs) We don't have 401ks in Canada. I don't do accounting shit. I'm a lawyer. RRSPs or RPPs or DPSPs. I don't know money. I I do. I just know how to separate people from their money (laughs) (laughs) you should give your no the hang on the prosecutor yellow flowers (laughs) 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 oh my i i should give (laughs) sorry (laughs) There's a lot of people I'd like to give yellow flowers to. Yeah, definitely. My old boss, when I went and made my own law firm and stuff, gave me flowers. They weren't yellow, though, so they didn't work. Oh. Yeah, so it sucks to be her. Did you give her yellow flowers in return? No, fuck that. I didn't give her anything. (laughs) Um, So, speaking of Russian, I've got another one. Okay. Russia. Okay. You might have it too. I probably the, don't. The don't sit at the corner of the table. Did you find that one? I seen it, but I didn't write it down. Yeah, apparently sitting at the corner of a table in, it's Russian and Hungarian, apparently. Mm-hmm. The superstition is. So sitting at the corner of a table could apparently cause you to be barren in the marriage department is what that fr- it phrased it as on this website. So basically you could end up alone forever by sitting at the corner of a table. Well, that like explains when you're, like, having a lot. Dinner and stuff. Yeah. That explains a lot. Yeah. I'm going to keep sitting at the corner of the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to build my assets and no one's going to take them. <laughs> You're trying to build your kingdom like Cersei. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's. But why would a corner? I don't know. You'd think sitting at the corner leaves room for other people. And that sounds, that seems inviting. Yeah. But sitting in the middle would be better i think sitting in the middle is like don't fucking sit here look how much room i'm taking up there's no room for you 
but apparently no. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm so, thinking it's more like sitting directly at the corner. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So are you sitting like near the corner or are you sitting with the pointy part pointing into your stomach? I'm thinking it's at, like it didn't get specific, but I'm thinking it's with the pointy part at your stomach. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Like at the corner, I was figuring you were sitting with like the pointy part pushing into you. Mm -hmm. hmm. Which to me just that... That just, like, if that is the way the superstition is, that just seems like if you saw someone, let's just say, we, we picture a guy at a table with the corner part sticking out of his stomach. He's the only person at this one person, like, square table at a restaurant. You see someone sitting like that, you're going to avoid him. You're going to be like, that guy's fucked. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to go talk to that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's, like, setting himself up to be alone. You know, like, he's yeah. not getting, he's not inviting interaction. Maybe he's that's why, though. Intervention. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, you say, like, something's not right there. Like, that's not how you sit at a table, sir. No, sir, that is not how you. Yeah. Like, pretty sure the waitress didn't put that chair there. Mm hmm Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. What else you got? Um, I've got one from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Um, so in the Philippines, uh, they, you shouldn't go home right after a funeral mm -hmm. because a bad spirit might tag along with you and go inside your house. Okay. So you should either go to like a restaurant or somewhere else so that way if there is a spirit it can go there and fuck their shit up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you should bring it somewhere else exactly bring it somewhere else don't bring it to your house bring it somewhere else unleash all hell on someone else <laughs> exactly super passive aggressive love it on my top 10 favorite must do's <laughs> Must pass that spirit along. Yeah, don't keep yes. that for yourself. The spirit can't pass go. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Yeah, pretty much. Just go directly to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Give out a free spirit at every funeral and right? pass them over to everybody else. <laughs> don't keep that spirit for yourself. Pass it on. No, you gotta, it's like the sisterhood of the traveling spirit. Yeah. You really gotta pass on, you really gotta share the love. Share mm -hmm. the wealth. Share the hauntings. Share the wraith. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. Share the wraith. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. I'm wraithing it. <laughs> Let that wraith loose in a McDonald's somewhere. Legit. Let him go ham in a McDonald's. <gasps> that is why the ice cream machine is always broken. <gasps> oh We've my god. Cracked the case. Mm, solved. The, the ice cream machine. Mm -hmm. I knew it. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of, you shouldn't say the same thing at the same time with someone. Why? And we just did. Why? I will tell you as soon as I scroll to it. Okay. Yeah, don't say the same word at the same time as your friend. 
according to the local, which is like a newspaper thingy in Italy, if you okay. say the same word as someone in unison, you'll never get married. Well, shit. <laughs> and to undo this bad juju, you must immediately touch your nose. Touch my nose. I did too. We're good. So that's kind of like the one. Oh, that's kind of like one. I remember now. You know when you like said the same word at the same time as someone, and then you go like "jinx" or like "you owe me a coke." Kind yes. Of thing, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of another one. It's not really like a superstition as much because there, there was no like. I think like a superstition has like a, like a little bit of a fear to it. Mm-hmm. To me, like there's got to be like a little bit of a fear or an anxiety, like something is gonna happen. So kind of on the psychology of superstitions, if you will. Some people argue that they're kind of like, it's operant conditioning where we've done something and it's been reinforced by something. Mm -hmm. So like, say for example, you wear a green shirt on a Tuesday and you um, win the lotto that day. Mm-hmm. you might be like, oh, that's a coincidence that I this happened. But say, like, a few months later, green shirt on a Tuesday, you get a promotion at work. Yeah. You might be like, huh, okay, interesting. A few months later, green shirt Tuesday, uh, you want to cruise to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. You might be like, okay, so if I wear this green shirt on Tuesday, something good is going to happen to me. Yeah. And that's kind of like how people think that superstitions might kind of be like some form of conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. There is superstitions that are kind of like the good kind, right? I kind of lean more toward the idea, like the ones that pop in my head the most are the ones that have that little bit of like fear that something bad is going to happen superstition wise mm-hmm. right i kind of have that negative connotation to it but there are those ones like a lucky shirt or yeah. like a a lucky like everything Rab- like right? a lucky rabbits but people who carry around yeah. A rabbit, but yeah so like things that like something good will happen because mm-hmm. of it and that like conditioning of it and I have a story, actually, Okay. that kind of thing happening to me. I used to work as a lifeguard. And when I was working at the pool, we would always not have, we'd have this like superstition, basically, where, and, and this rule, where none of the lifeguards were allowed to ask about how many people had shown up for like the public swim. Because whenever we had this like thought that if we asked about it, if we talked about it, people would show up Mm -hmm. and like a whole lot of people would show up. So everybody had to keep their goddamn mouths shut because nobody wanted to have a ton of people show up. And it kind of must have, it was like passed down from like the more senior lifeguard to the more junior ones like over years Mm -hmm. and it was like we had tickets to show how many people had gotten in so every time someone had paid you'd pull off a ticket so you could see how many people had shown up Mm -hmm. 
And so you could go and look, but you couldn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so anytime someone had said anything, every, if they would go, oh, looks like there's not many people here. You'd hear all lifeguards go, oh no. And like groan and everybody would start knocking on wood everywhere. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like we were going to fix it. But I think what happened was one time that it happened like a school bus full of people had showed up or like a big crowd of people had showed up and then that had been passed down like as gospel to everybody Mm -hmm. but one time when I was there and it did happen that someone had asked and then there was a school bus full of people that did show up like we only had four or five tickets pulled off so Mm -hmm. there was only going to be like one family at that swim and there was like five lifeguards on mm-hmm. and we were like oh my god there's like one person per lifeguard this is amazing mm-hmm. and it was ready for the swim to start like one minute to the hour and someone opened their mouth like the newest lifeguard mm-hmm. like very junior lifeguard and everybody groaned and not five minutes later a school bus full of people showed up like from like a, a school like 20 minutes away mm-hmm. coming to swim with all like their like grade three to six. Oh god yeah and it was the worst swim swim we had I had to dive in and like rescue someone at the time oh it was fucked <laughs> and it just like enforced that right mm-hmm. and did someone saying anything actually cause that? No, because that those people had been on their way. They were from 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. That person saying it something one minute, two didn't change that. They were already driving. Mm-hmm. Plus, they'd actually scheduled to be at that swim two weeks before and told the manager and the manager just forgot to tell us oh. that they were coming, right? So... It didn't actually have anything, but it reinforced mm-hmm. that belief that if you opened your goddamn mouth, you were gonna have a whole bunch of people show up. Mm-hmm. So it's just proof right there. Yeah. Superstition and the operating conditioning, because it just made it even more believable to everybody. Mm-hmm. Because then that story got told to everybody about that bus showing up when someone opened their mouth. Mm-hmm. Kind of on the same wavelength, I know people who work in healthcare, they avoid saying quiet when they're on a shift. Oh, yeah? Have, you haven't heard about that? Oh, well, I guess they, when by quiet, you mean like it's, it's like a slow? Yeah, though, like, you know, they avoid saying like, oh, it's really quiet tonight. Because the minute they say that, like, mm-hmm. all hell breaks loose. So I think... Don't know if it's specifically for like day shift versus night shift or if it's just in general, but I know that they avoid saying like, oh yeah, today's, the shift's really quiet because then the next thing you know, a plane is going to crash and everybody's (laughs) going to be cold, cold blue. That's probably the wrong code. I'm not a healthcare professional. Yeah. But you know, just something like that. Uh, I think for us at Subway, trying to think if we had any superstitions or just things that we... Yeah, it was kind of the same thing in fast food, actually, because if somebody, I remember one time somebody was like, oh, yeah, this night's pretty quiet, and there was only two of us. (laughs) What pulls up into the parking lot? A bus. 
And we were, and I looked at the person. I was like, "What did you do? Mm-hmm. How dare you <laughs> inflict this bus upon us?" Yeah. <laughs> and it got to the point that every time we seen a bus pull up, we'd be like, "Oh no, are they all coming here, or would they go to the McDonald's that's like right across from us?" Yeah. And we'd be watching them get off the bus and be like, "Oh my yeah. god." Don't anybody say anything. Don't anybody move. Don't blink. Don't breathe. Don't pee. That's what <laughs> people are doing when they get off this bus. Yeah. Most of them ended up going to McDonald's because, like, you know, kids don't really like to eat sandwiches that much. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they get, like, the most basic bitch of sandwiches. <laughs> Even people our age get basic bitch of sandwiches, and I used to judge those people hard. Hey, I'm a basic bitch of a sandwich. And kind of, like, as a person, too. So, like, be nice to me. Yeah, but what's... Okay, What what is your sandwich order? I, w- I will let you know if you're a basic bitch or not. I prefer, like, chicken teriyaki every time I go in. Okay, but what do you get on it? Like, not much. I like, shredded cheese. I love the sweet onion sauce. And I love black olives on it and spinach. And usually that's it i'm not a big fan of a lot of the raw vegetables i have a textury thing adhd that's about it okay are you judging me no because you have at least like some vegetable on there basic bitch ones are literally meat cheese and sauce sometimes no sauce i don't know how you can do no sauce though it's like why are you not doing any flavor why don't you just eat cardboard? Yeah, really, though. Cat <sighs> Peanut eats cardboard. Yeah. I, She's I inbred. Cause it, and it, and I, I never understood that. I'm like, why are you eating a dry-ass sandwich? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of eating, I have a superstition that originates in our home and native land, Canada. Ooh. So this one says that if somebody who is pregnant has a craving for fish Mm -hmm. doesn't end up eating the fish it means that you're gonna have a baby with a fish head i also read this and i was like what the fuck i have never heard this have you heard this rachel no i was like what i have been canadian my whole life have you been canadian your whole life yes i have also been canadian my whole life (laughs) I have not heard this. Me neither. Where are they hiding this superstition? And what type of fish? Is it just fish in general? So, like, if you have a craving for cod and you don't eat it, is your baby going to come out with a cod head? Yeah. Are you have a craving for a hammerhead shark? Are you going to have a hammerhead shark baby head? You going to have a haddock baby head? Or like are you going to have a baby shark head? Baby shark to do 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 baby shark to do 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 baby shark to do 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 baby shark. Yeah, and if you're shark, if you're if you're shark, if your shark head baby comes out looking like that, then you immediately teach that baby as soon as you can speak to do that song. Mm-hmm. You put it on YouTube. You make millions of dollars. You go on all the talk shows. You're set for life, okay? There so, you 
you're what you're saying is you basically support exploiting children on family channels and YouTube. You heard it here first, people. Oh. Melanie, support ah. the family channels who exploit their children. I exploit half fish children being exploited. Oh, so you discriminate against full children? I see yes. how it is. Yes, I do. Okay, full children should not be exploited. Half fish, half amphibian, or whatever the fuck that is, children? <laughs> Exploit that. I say make that money as the baby, and then as soon as they're like three, stop it. Mm -hmm. Retire that child. That child has done enough work for you. Make your own money. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. Like, if you crave a certain type of fish, is that the head that the baby comes out with? Have like, you ever seen a monkfish? Yes. I was about to say, have you ever seen like a, a angler fish? Is that the one with like the little lantern-y thing? Yeah. Well, that's just like um, useful. Well, have you ever seen any of the fish that are from like the deep depths of the ocean? I don't know any of their names, but like the really ugly ones. Yes, Rachel. But that's very vague. I know. But you know how they find... Remember like, that time I talked about the one-tooth baby, white baby cartoon? <laughs> yes. We're on the same level right now. <laughs> of vagueness. We are. But like, you know, the lanternfish, the cookie cutter shark, the bristle mouth, the anglerfish, the viperfish, humpback anglerfish. Imagine if that's what you had a craving for. And your fish comes, and your baby comes out. I'm gonna send you a picture. I should first say that I have a seafood allergy, so this is why I discriminate against half fish people. The Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Sorry, I love The Little Mermaid. I wanted to be The Little Mermaid, but like, mm -hmm. if she was like up in my face, I'd be like, "Can you get your lower half out of my face?" <laughs> That is quite the interesting face to have so on a baby. Your baby comes out looking like that. So I'm looking at the humpback anglerfish, right? That is what yeah. that's called? Yeah. I think that is actually quite the improvement on many babies. <laughs> I think you've got, look at the teeth. <laughs> look at the hair. I think most babies look alike, especially white babies. Like you can't mm -hmm. even tell most white babies apart. That's all the problem with most white people. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of white babies look the same. Mm -hmm. And you get a baby, like a little baby like this, with this on the head, you would have no problem telling this baby apart. <laughs> that would be one unique ass baby. And nobody would ever mistake their baby for your baby. And I feel like we call this baby like, Crook. <laughs> I feel like that's his name. Cronk? Crook. It's like guttural. You gotta oh, get it right in the back of your throat. Crook! <laughs> yeah. You like almost have to like uh, dry heave. Okay. To say it. Yeah. It's it's because he's part uh, fish mm -hmm. and it, he has to say it with his throat. So do we okay. have to, you know, uh, incorporate that into our speech. So don't be prejudiced, Rachel. I'm trying to get over my allergy. So uh, you can deal with that, too. 
I know you're real prejudiced against a whole bunch of different people, like people with peg legs and stuff like that, as we found out on many of these podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. But this fish-headed baby, I'm going to work through my allergy, a chew, and then you can work through this. Yeah, I I think, look, the beady little eyes, that tiny little nose, I think I'm really, I'm growing to like it, right? I feel like it's a dark-colored Voldemort with teeth. <laughs> right i feel yeah. like this is just like is he voldemort's child i think very close is that an improvement on voldemort if he's dark colored i feel like voldemort would have had this guy as like his um like grown up like he wouldn't employ a baby mm-hmm. but like adult crook would be like <laughs> Adult Crook would be like Voldemort's like enforcer. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Right? He's like bodyguard. It'd be like Nagini on one side, Crook on the other side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. If somebody draws, listeners, please draw me a picture of Crook. Yeah, Crook. <laughs> you mentioned you had a Canadian one as well. Yeah, that one. The one you said. Oh, it was the fish one as well? Yeah. Um, you said Lexi told you one? I, I did, but I have one about pregnant women as well that I wanted okay. to tell you first. Okay. So it's a pregnant women one, but from Korea. Okay. So it's about eating things as well. Oh. So pregnant women should not eat asymmetrical foods in Korea, like according to Korean superstitions. Okay. So if they eat un- like asymmetrical foods or unshapely foods while they're pregnant, it means they'll have an ugly baby. Oh. Yeah. So if you ever see any ugly babies, it's because the mother was eating weird-ass food. I mean, I've seen a lot of ugly babies in my day. Yeah. A lot of ugly babies. It's because the food was all, like, misshapen. Interesting. Apparently interesting you gotta eat perfectly symmetrical food so that means you gotta cut everything perfectly it needs to be like two inches by two inches i don't know right anything any like disproportion could possibly fuck up your baby you gotta be very careful interesting yeah and don't be like missing eating that that fish because you don't want to also worry about having that fish head baby if you're not into that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you don't want a crook yeah. crook <laughs> you don't want to get crunk with crook okay so i've also heard the black spots on potatoes and i've heard this is like newfoundland one that i've heard around here okay. where i live so like the little black spots you sometimes see on potatoes mm-hmm. um like especially like the like the yellow potatoes if you don't mm-hmm. remove them when you're cooking them like before you like eat them um then they would they cause like kidney stones or other types of stones in the body like gallstones and stuff like that to form oh yeah that's a superstition like an old wives tale around here i never heard that before yeah, that is one that my friend Lexi told me. 
Interesting. Yeah. That came from like a like a her basically her ex's mother. Okay. Right. And her um her own grandmother has another one about potatoes. Oh god. Which I thought was very strange. <laughs> um so one time and you can just picture it this so my friend Lexi's grandmother is just making like a cooked dinner for like a Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm, as you do. Yeah. So she's making a full cooked dinner. And of course it's Newfoundland. So we boil the shit out of all our food until it has no taste. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bland as fuck. Mm-hmm. So she's boiling everything on the stove. And Lexi's there with her grandmother. As I've been told this story and I'm trying to picture it. Mm-hmm. For the retelling. And... Lexi's grandmother starts to panic because there's no lid on the potatoes that are boiling in okay. the by themselves. And she's like, oh no, oh no, I didn't put the lid on the potatoes. Oh my God, I didn't put the lid on the potatoes. Get the lid on the potatoes, Lexi, right? And uh, Lexi's like, grandma, like whatever, Nan, what are you freaking out about? Like, I'll get the, look, I'll put it on. It's fine. Like they didn't boil over. Like mm-hmm. there's no mess. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And she asked her grandmother why she's so freaked out. And apparently her grandmother has a superstition from where she came from. Uh, I think it's like St. Brendan's, which is a community in Newfoundland, mm-hmm. small community. Um, and if apparently if you don't put the lid on the potatoes while they're boiling, a stranger will come to your house. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't know if it's an intruder. Or, like, uh, some stranger's gonna, like, show up at your house, like, unannounced, and maybe that's, like, even worse to, to, um, my, to Lexi's grandmother, who's very prim and proper kind of woman, <laughs> which might, all, you know, be worse to her than an intruder breaking in. Oh! Yeah, unannounced visitors that she's just, you know, not prepared for in can't serve tea. Oh yes. Okay. You know what? Yeah, that makes more sense. Because if you sh- if they show up unannounced, she doesn't have the kettle on. She doesn't have her tetley. She doesn't have her condensed yeah. milk. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's not a good time. You know she doesn't have anything like jam jams or cookies yep. or no something to serve them. Yep. Right. Like she's very. She's very. Um. How do I put it? She's very very intense kind of mm-hmm. woman. Very controlled very like tight has her hair up in a tight bun very Mm -hmm. stern kind of woman like I would not want to get on her bad side like I'm like yes yes whatever Uh, I'm so so sorry 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 Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. I'll do it right away oh oh my god I spilled on the carpet oh my god Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to say her name (laughs) I know (laughs) if you did say it I would just duck sound it out yeah Right away, right away, miss. Right away, I'll do it right away. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I thought that was but, pretty funny. Like, if you don't put a lid on your potatoes while you're boiling them, some a stranger will show up at your house unannounced. But, okay, so technically, if a stranger shows up unannounced, isn't that just a mummer? I don't know. And Lexi didn't ask more questions because her grandmother was so kind of in a state <laughs> of, uh, you know, upset at the time when this happened. And this was a few years ago and her grandmother is kind of a, 
not as uh, well mentally now to be able to like ask more questions, but at the time, <laughs> yeah, like she couldn't ask more because she was just so kind of frazzled. But uh, <laughs> I just thought that was quite an interesting one. If you, you know, I don't know how putting a lid on a boiling pot of potatoes would keep someone from coming to your house, but mm -hmm. apparently it does. <laughs> Interesting. So I guess on the same thing, would that stop mummers from coming to your house if they're strangers? I don't know. Because I don't think this woman would also like mummers because they're just, you know. They're unannounced. They're unannounced. They just knock on the door and say, any mummers loud in. Yeah, and she's just, she's so proper and she's just so put together and like, imagine just like, um, an old ballet teacher who's just like so upright and and proper and stuff like that and kind of like stuffy that is like Lexi's grandmother and now imagine that woman being in there when mummers walk in mm -hmm. that just doesn't fit <laughs> she'd be like lord thunder and jesus law no she would just be like i do not understand what's happening in my house i i, just, I think she'd just like I, sometimes I think she's a cyborg. Mm. She's like a robot. She's a Stepford, a Stepford wife type of woman. She's unshakable. Mm -hmm. It's also terrifying. Yeah, Nuki grandmas are kind of terrifying. Oh, Rachel, you have not met this woman. <laughs> she's like, and I, I cannot think of a movie like to compare this woman to someone. But like she is like a, like a ballet teacher from that could have taught Natasha Romanov. Oh, like she is a, a fearsome, uptight kind of woman. She's mm -hmm. unshakable. I, I, you wouldn't see her dancing around with mummers. No, you might see her beating the shit out of some mummers with a stick potentially. Mm, probably. Theoretically, hypothetically. Yeah. I cannot be held liable for any of these words. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, speaking of weird shit, in mm -hmm. Iceland, if you knit outside, it prolongs winter. I seen that one. Yeah, and I think that's why Newfoundland winters are so fucked up. Okay, but who knits outside, though? I don't know, but I want to find them. Because they're fucking up my day. Really, though? Yeah. I mean, it's been pretty nice here this week in Nova Scotia. And it's supposed to be like 28 next Thursday. Well, good for you. Why don't... you're? This is why you need to move here. That's a lot of work. I know. I know. It's a lot of work. You have to, like, take all my stuff and move. I know. You'd have to move your law firm and Lexi would have to come because she works for you. And... Oh, it's a lot of shit to move. It's a lot of stuff, yeah. It's so much. I know. Yeah. And as we've already... Get paid to do nothing. Right? And as we've already discussed, <laughs> I'm not moving back there. <laughs> Let's meet in the middle. Um. So the ocean? Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> a raft no oh, <laughs> the floating law firm <laughs> so 
if you're a floating law firm, does that mean you'll be able to practice in Newfoundland and Nova Scotia if you're floating in like the, um, oh my God, what's that? This, oh, hang on. Maritime? No. The, what's that strip of ocean between? Gulf. The Gulf. That's what it is. Oh my God. I answered a geography question. Like the, oh that, the, the. I should get a certificate. Hang on, I gotta Google it. Uh, is it golf? It's an L. I know it's Gulf of Saint, like the Saint Lawrence Gulf, but that's not the the strait between Newfoundland and Nova Scotia. What is that called? I don't Hang know. On. Let me Google. I'm gonna Google. I don't know. The little goblin that works in my brain to find these answers doesn't have that one. Nope, that is not. Yeah, because like my my brain is like a little attic, and there's a little goblin in there who's like who's shifting through boxes. Cabot Strait, that's what it is. He doesn't have that. Cabot Strait. I don't think I ever knew Cabot Strait. I did know Gulf of St. Lawrence. Though. I knew Gulf of St. Lawrence, and I knew it was like Channel Port of Ask or something like that. But if you float between there, does that mean you can practice in Newfoundland and Nova Scotia? I could practice in Newfoundland and Nova Scotia from Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. I would just have to get licensed in nova scotia which pretty much just takes a a little bit of paperwork and then traveling up there for the actual like call to the bar it's not that much work no it doesn't sound like that much work no i just have to learn like the nova scotia law which is a little bit of work it's probably not too different from newfoundland Eh, some stuff i said too different okay (laughs) I'm not a lawyer, obviously. That's all the superstitions I got. I think at this point we're going to like run into overlapping with each other. Oh, I've got stuff. You got stuff? I got stuff is weird shit, though. That's okay. We like the weird shit. So, like, you being (laughs) serious. That's the sound for when we're in the the cabbage straight. Okay. Swish, 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 swish. Yeah, this is an ASMR podcast now. Okay. Swish, 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 swish. Swish, 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 swish. Okay. So in Serbia, mm-hmm. apparently it's a really nice gesture because it's good luck but, yeah. like, if you just spill it behind them, it's a nice gesture. Which, I was, like, weird. Because it looks like you're just trying to be, like, oh, look, he pissed himself. Right? Yeah. So, but what happens when you spill the water? Nothing. Like, what comes out of it? You said it's a good gesture, but what comes out of it if I spill it's, the water? It's supposed to be good luck for that person. Like, if I was walking behind you and I spilled some water behind you, mm-hmm. I'm trying to give you good luck. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Or make people think you were peeing while walking. What happens if you trip on if you trip on the water? But you've already walked past it. You. Like, you. You're, you're spilling the water, so if you trip, then that's bad luck for you. Yeah, well, I'm not getting luck. I'm trying to give you luck. Huh. Yeah. I feel like this somebody just wanted to make it look like somebody was pissing themselves as they walked. Yeah, I, I think, think somebody was just trying to like 
cover yeah. for themselves. It sounds like one of my excuses. Yeah, I don't think there's any logic <laughs> to that one. <laughs> it sounds like one of my half-assed excuses. Yeah, yeah. And owls. I got a couple, I got two things on owls. Mm-hmm. So apparently they're bad omens. So it's an Egyptian superstition that you, mm-hmm. if you see or hear an owl, that terrible news is coming. Mm-hmm. Right? So like when you hear like an owl hoot, mm-hmm. it's terrible news is coming. Like that's that superstition. Interesting. So yeah, like you, you remember in like a lot of like, you know, like creepy kind of scenes in TV shows or movies you'd hear like you'd have like a dark scene and like you'd hear like in the woods and you'd hear like an owl hoot mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like playing on that it might be yeah because it's it kind of makes that like eerie feeling hmm. so I don't know if they're trying to play on that superstition or if it's just like oh creepy woods after dark by yourself could be both could be creepy woods after dark by yourself and owls are Mm -hmm. harboring harboring harbingers of death yeah there you go i don't know why i tried to say that word when i knew i wasn't going to be able to pronounce it Mm. they also look creepy like that like the face you see the face of an owl in like in the dark Mm -hmm. or like without expecting it that's like a, a shock mm-hmm. to me, right? Well, you know their legs are really long, right? I did not know that. Okay, I'm gonna send you a picture. I to see owl legs. Yeah. I've never thought you... of owl legs. Or are you Googling it? Oh no, I'm waiting for the picture. Okay, I'll send it to you. I could Google it though. Yeah, you could, but I said I was gonna send it, so I'll do it. Keep your promises, Rachel. I never keep my promises. Why do you think I'm single? Because <laughs> you got yellow flowers, Rachel. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Yup. Holy shit. He's wearing pants. Yup. My God. The fuck is that? It's an owl leg. They that have long is... legs. What? The son of a bitch is... And the face on him. Right. When that guy is lifting up all of his feathers, all of his plumage, mm-hmm. to see those legs, he's like, the son of a bitch. You see what I'm going to do to this guy after? And you holding the camera. Yep. Those guys died afterward. There was obituaries yep. linked underneath, I think. I think there was, yeah. I think it was. Um, <laughs> it is with great sadness we announced the passing of... The cameraman uh, and the and Raymond, <laughs> as they were murdered by an owl. <sighs> also, you said harbinger of death, right? Mm-hmm. I've got another superstition from Italy okay. that says that if an owl ends up in your house, someone in your family will die. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like it's uh, not a premonition, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's an omen. Yes, there we go. An omen of death. Interesting. Right? So, and then I was thinking about the Harry Potter series. Think about how many fucking people die in that series. And all the owls in the houses. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because all the owls that people have and all the owls that are in the school and everything and all the deaths that happen in that series. Mm-hmm. And all the letters coming from the owls and they're they're bringing messages, but they're also harbingers of death. It's kind of fucked up. Just a tad. Yeah, just thought I'd bring that up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And also, owls are always flying into people's houses in Harry Potter. That's yeah. how they deliver mail. Yeah. They're like, hey, bitch, I got a message for you. You're going to die. You're going to die. Maybe not in this book, but you will. You will die. Yeah. Think about it. All the time we see the owls fly into the burrow. Mm-hmm. And then we lose one of the twins. Uh, we see the owls flying in and out of Harry's house, and he's got Hedwig. Mm-hmm. And both Hedwig and Harry die at some point during the series. Mm-hmm. Right? We've got owls coming everywhere through the series. Mm-hmm. Think about how many owls were in his house in the first book. Oh, yeah right did that like give the omen for Hedwig's death or maybe a bunch of people in the neighborhood just dropped it (laughs) (laughs) or all the people that were gonna die because of Harry like protecting Harry yeah right maybe like who knows is that Hexa no that was me (laughs) I was like, that sounds like Hexa. I was like, I can't even. Sounds like Hexa was on board. She's like, oh my god. Hexa is still MIA in the apartment (laughs) somewhere. This is too scary for her. It is way too scary. She's only a baby. I'm just a baby. (laughs) And then also, uh, so wedding bells are supposed to ward off evil. Mm Mm-hmm. So Irish brides have been known to wear bells on their dresses and it's mm-hmm. been thought that like wearing those would ward off evil spirits who would tr- try to ruin their marriage. And mm-hmm. I liked how the the website says as opposed to relatives who have too many spirits and end up ruining the wedding. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that explains why all these people that we know got married young and are now divorced. Yeah, they should have been wearing some bells. And like the milkman's ex-wife should have worn some bells. Yeah. She should have put a bell on it. But... <laughs> that yeah. marriage was doomed from the start though, let's be honest. Yes, I'm betting there was some yellow flowers. Oh, there definitely was some yellow flowers. If not, I would have sent some if mm. I knew about it. oh this one portugal don't walk backwards because it's considered bad luck oh if you know and the reason why this doesn't even make any fucking sense so it's apparently the common belief for why you shouldn't be walking backwards Mm -hmm. it's because it shows the devil which way you're going just let that sink in don't walk backwards because it shows the devil which way you are going. What? What the fuck? But yeah, if you walk but forward. 
It could also show the devil, which it also shows. That doesn't make sense. So, should you just not walk anywhere? I don't know. Should you just stand still? In Portugal, you must learn to teleport or die. (laughs) Or what if you get like, huh? (laughs) Maybe it's like. You know um those things where they're like if you stand really still they can't see you they can only see movement. So the devil is a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, but the devil can only see you if you walk backwards. Okay. Walking that makes forwards, sense. the devil can't see you. <laughs> Walking backwards, he can see you. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So moonwalking totally out. Oh, definitely cannot moonwalk. Yeah. So I bet like Michael Jackson like all his videos were like illegal. Oh, that was totally contraband there. Definitely contraband. Because, you know, there's some like kid who's going to try to do that. And their mom runs up and like smacks them. And it's like, don't walk backwards. You're going to get the devil at you. I know. Yeah, this you can never come back to this house. You have the devil inside you. You are banished. Banish you, child. Banish to the wilderness with you. Live with the goats now. <laughs> <laughs> Live with the goats. Become one with a goat. You will live with the goats. In the that's city. how, that's how Goat Man was made. <laughs> that is his origin story. That's his origin. That's his villain or origin story. <laughs> goat Man is from Portugal. Confirmed. He mm-hmm. walked backwards once when he was five years old. His mother banished him to live with the goats. He became one with the goat. Goat Man. Goat Man coming to a theater you, near you. <laughs> I'm Michael <laughs> The unauthorized documentary. Yes. Or more like the mockumentary. <laughs> Discovery would 100% pick that up. There's a lot of devil ones I got, by the way. Okay. Apparently I was really into looking for the devil superstitions. Hmm, I wonder why. No idea. I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Uh, so uh, don't be singing at that dinner table because apparently in the Netherlands, according to their superstition, mm-hmm. if you sing at the dinner table, you're singing to the devil for your food. Mm. Yeah. So I assume it's like when you say grace kind of thing for your dinner, that kind of sense of idea. But, like, you sing into the devil for your food. So, does that mean any time at band camp when we sang our grace, which is something we did, <laughs> we were all we were singing, singing to the, the devil. 12-year-olds were all singing to the devil. Yeah, the devil was listening. God was we, not. And definitely we, not Judy Bloom either. We sang Johnny Appleseed. There was one we did to the Adams Family. There's another one that we sang. Hold on. Sing- you were singing the Adams Family at Bible Camp? We did a grace <laughs> to the tune of it. <laughs> like, you know, like, we thank the Lord for giving the things we need for living, for food and friend and friendships. We thank the Lord. Amen. da na 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 da na 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 da na na da na 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 I'm sorry. Even I heard the devil in that. (laughs) (laughs) 
and we sang Johnny Appleseed, and there was another one that was like to the Superman theme song. Johnny Appleseed? You yeah. mean Johnny ate the apple in the Garden of Eden? <laughs> Seed? What? You never heard of Johnny Appleseed? I hear the devil in that song, Rachel. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> All I hear is you singing to the devil for your food. <laughs> singing, thank you, Satan, for the food we have on our table. <laughs> so glad we came to this Bible camp. <laughs> oh, I am telling your parents. <laughs> oh, they know. They were there. They sang, too. Yeah. I'll be telling all of them about how you were singing to the devil. And my sister sang to the devil. <laughs> my friends all sang to the devil there. The guy I ended up dating from band camp sang to the devil. <laughs> dating at band camp, Rachel? It was after band camp we started at dating. Bible camp? I know. While singing to the devil? I know. Blasphemy. <laughs> it just keeps continuing. Listen, there are some things that happened at band camp that are definitely blasphemous. The devil knows, Rachel. Oh, he knows. The devil knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you if you were going to sing for your dinner at the table to the devil what song would you sing to the devil what what would you think is an appropriate song to sing you've already picked three <laughs> in your youth if I was purposely going to sing to the devil well, yeah well, what kind of songs do you think are appropriate sing to the devil songs at, for your food when you're like sitting down I would sing uh, The Devil in a Midnight Mass by Billy Talent. Oh, a nice, nice. Or I'd sing Seven Devils by Florence and the Machine. Ooh, nice. Or The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what songs would I think you sing? When, when Devils Come to Life by mm-hmm. Holocene is a good one. It's a newer, new song. Mm-hmm. It's... When it's when demons come to life, actually, it's not when devils. Uh, demons, devils, tomato, yeah. tomato, tomato, tomato. The devil may think different. Um, hmm. Oh my god, I didn't expect this to be hard. <laughs> That's what she said I at band camp. <laughs> yes, she did. I bet she did. I bet you did. No, I did not. Other people did, but not uh... me come out Rachel mm-hmm. there are some like, hanky but, but not people out. people don't come out of band camp until after. <laughs> they don't come out alive there's some hanky I was thinking the other version <laughs> I was thinking the other version you know coming out oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like they don't come out at band camp they come out after because it's you know like a, a church camp yeah oh my god Rachel I don't know I don't know Devil went down to Georgia is always good. Very uh, specific. I Devil may cry by the weekend. Oh yeah, that's nice. Nice. Yeah. 
uh, Devil on My Shoulder, Billy Talent. Oh my, why do they have so many devil songs? Because it's obvious they went to band camp. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need to Google. I'm, I'm blanking. Devil songs. Ooh, Sympathy for the Devil, Rolling Stones. Okay. Dance with oh. the Devil, Breaking Benjamin. Oh, I do love Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Thinking anything with devil in the title. Gotta think of these things. Oh, I fell in love with the devil, Ever Levine. That's actually a different, like a, a nice song. I kind of like that. Mm. Hmm. I think Dancing with the Devil is probably my pick. I do love myself some Breaking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Running with the Devil, Van Halen. That's a good one. Oh, Demi Lovato, Dancing with the Devil. That's also a good one. Yeah, that is a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, Devil's Child, Jews, Priest. I don't know really any of these songs. Devil Inside Me. It's another. Ha- I'm trying not to use Hallocene, but it's... It's another Halloween song that I really like. Mm-hmm. There's also what is the most evilest song? <laughs> <laughs> the Fifty most evilest songs. <laughs> the most evilest songs. Yeah, evil. Give song. me evil. Apparently, there's a song called "Possessed" by The Exorcist. I'm going to look up "Dinner with the Devil." dinner with the devil song i'm i'm looking this up oh my god there's a song called dinner with the devil by big rude jake and i think that needs to be the song if you're going to sing anything when yes. you're having dinner with the devil yes and i can't play it because i don't want to get copyright stricken but i'm just no. gonna read a little a little snippet it says when the devil came to dinner our mom was quite impressed she said why can't you be more like our esteemed satanic guest and he always knows just what to say and knows exactly how to behave and makes for such a pleasant stay as he plots to seal our souls away mm. Ooh. hexa agrees mm-hmm. there's a song on this list called of menstrual blood and semen no 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 that's not good for dinner no it's not no 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 that's an after dinner song <laughs> That's dessert. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> okay, move on. Move on. Time to move on. All right. Enough of this devil Too talk. much. Too much. Hide your thumbs when passing a graveyard. Get mm. rid of them. Apparently, in Japan, the word for thumb translates to parent finger. I did see that one. Yeah. So, hiding your thumb protects your parent from death according to superstition so Mm. when you pass a graveyard sometimes like in other uh cultures you might have the superstition to like hold your breath Mm -hmm. to not like get a like a spirit or a bad spirit like kind of like inside you or something well i assume and uh hiding your thumbs would protect your parents from dying interesting yeah. So if you have a really shitty parent, hitchhike. <laughs> Only in a graveyard, though. Yeah, like right next to a cemetery. Just start hitchhiking. Yeah, just like... And then oh. when you're past the graveyard, put it back. Yeah. Like hokey pokey next to the graveyard. 
Yeah. Turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Yeah. A couple of times. Make sure it works. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one's for which. You might need to figure that one out first. If you're, Mm -hmm. if you care, don't want to go off half cocked. Nope. Because they do that at fan camp sometimes. Fan camp. My tongue is quite tied. Tied there tonight, Rachel. Tied. Oh, don't kiss babies on the lips. Well, that goes without saying. Yes, because first of all, gross second of all oh man what's the name of that thing that you can give babies herpes no not herpes there's another you name can. you can but the more specific thing <sighs> hang on I gotta Genital go. herpes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. rsv uh, that's what it is respiratory syntical virus so don't kiss the babies on the mouth mm-hmm. because of sanitary reasons. But mm-hmm. also, there's a Nigerian superstition that if you kiss a baby on the mouth, you're condemning them to spend their entire adult life drooling. Oh. Which is a really weird curse. That's interesting. Yeah, because usually curses are pretty like, you'll die in seven to ten days. Mm-hmm. Right? This is just like, you kind of drool, bitch. Interesting. <laughs> Try getting a husband if you're all drooly. Listen, some people might be into that. <laughs> you're extra saliva-y, so like, make it work, bitch. It's like, we don't need to buy lube. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there! <laughs> I knew it! Of <laughs> uh, course. Of course I did. Why wouldn't I? Uh, it's me, Mario. It's a you, Wario. It's a me, Wowie. <laughs> also, because Rachel and I are aging ever so quickly, we are seventy-seven years old at this point. <laughs> I don't know how old we are. I've lost track. You're twenty-nine. I'm twenty-nine. I'm 28, we'll be 29 in the fall. Yeah, see, you're so old, you can't keep track. You said you were 29 as no, well. I said, said I will, we I will are 29. Be. You just said we. I will be 29. I think you need a hearing aid, Grandma. Okay, well, either way, we're aging rapidly. Our bodies are deteriorating. You know, <laughs> you hear what I just said? My jaw is falling off. Did you hear how well my speech just happened? I did. I think we might be dying, Rachel. (laughs) So, ancient Britain has this superstition which can possibly help us with our youthful complexions. Does it? And it's very simple. All we need to do is carry an acorn in our pocket to stay forever young. Well, that's going to be a problem. I don't see the problem. I don't think there's any acorns around yet in Halifax. I still don't see the problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of all the anti-aging things that, you know, people are trying. They're trying 
creams, they're trying injections, they're trying bloods of virgins, they're trying to eat babies, Mm -hmm. they're trying all these things. Mm -hmm. Carrying an acorn in your pocket doesn't seem like a big deal. No, I could do that. I think it might be easier to get than the blood of a virgin, but you know, the jury's out on that one. Yeah. Hexa also agrees with that statement. She chirped at me. Mm -hmm. I did hear that. Yeah. And Hexa would know, you know, her name is Hexa. Mm -hmm. She is, uh, you know, I don't want to judge, but she sounds a little Wiccan. I wicked. I mean, she is very wicked. Like I told you off recording, she did step directly on my nipple multiple times this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She is spiteful. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it. Yep. Cute as a button. She is adorable, but she's her nickname is Demon Floof. Yes. She she is evil. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pure adorable evil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she would know. She would know. Yeah. Yeah, I might die tonight now because of this. One nipple down, one to go. <laughs> she's going to go from the nipple to my face. I think she's going to work on the other one first. Yeah, maybe. I don't think she'd leave a job undone. <laughs> half done. She might not. She did carry around her toy earlier and was like, yeah, you see this? Yeah, that's right. I'm a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, I will have your nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Pretty much. Uh, Oh, this one. Mm -hmm. Whistling indoors. It invites evil, apparently. It's a Lithuanian um, superstition. I whistle all the time. Oh my gosh. Indoors. That's how you got a demon floof. It explains it. I mean, I was whistling at my friend's dog when we were at her place the other day. Mm -hmm. And when we were in winters, I was whistling at Gemma. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And apparently the whistling indoors is uh, believed that that noise is used to summon demons. I believe that. Yeah. And that's why that superstition exists in Lithuania. That's what their belief is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're just going around whistling in stores, just like summoning demons. That's also very passive aggressive, because if you don't like a store or a person, you can just go in their house, whistle, and then leave. Mm-hmm. And also, I have these like very vivid memories of working at the pool, and my boss would always whistle, mm. and you would hear him whistling. And when he was walking around and he was very strict and like, we couldn't like sit down or like switch off to like take breaks and stuff. He was had like very strict rules and our other manager who was like on the floor with us, like on the deck with us would also would like give us kind of like relaxed rules when we didn't have as many people in there. Mm -hmm. Because like if we had less people in the pool, we could have less guards on the deck and take breaks in like the break room Mm -hmm. uh and he was but but the manager like the boss was like super super strict Mm -hmm. so we would hear him whistling long before he would come into view so as soon as we really heard the whistle we'd all jump up and start like pretending we were actually doing what we were fucking supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. 
so that whistle like was like sometimes we would think we were hearing the whistling when we weren't Mm -hmm. and I would think I was hearing the whistling like at night when I was locking up the pool by myself and no one was there oh no (laughs) and it was so creepy right but it was like something that just like had this like fear in me of like oh my god my boss is here right or like did I hear that Mm-hmm. And it was such a like a creepy thing. So when I read that about like summoning demons, I was like, holy fuck. He was kind of demonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Also kind of fucking weird. Just a tad. Yeah. Just a tad. Right. And the last one I want to give you. Okay. Is a German one. Mm-hmm. And it says, don't cheers with water. So... You know how, like, there is a superstition about, like, how if uh, everybody's doing a cheers with the drinks that you're supposed to take a sip and, like, it would be bad luck not to take a sip. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, the German tradition is that it's bad luck to uh, not only do that, but, like, to, to have a cheers and cheers with just water. And that if you're cheersing mm-hmm. with water it's not just bad luck you're actually wishing death upon the people you're drinking with i did see that one yeah and it's actually an idea that stems from greek mythology oh that i did yeah which but adam is cool that is cool so basically if you want somebody to die cheers with Mm -hmm. water yeah because it ties back to like the river lath lith leith whatever in the depths of the underworld oh right so it ties back into like the glasses filled from that water interesting right so cheersing from that is kind of like like cheersing from with water is kind of like thought to be cheersing back to that greek mythology of that river from the underworld i mean right technically you, you would just be cheersing hades which it's not a bad thing well people would drink from like the dead that would be in the underworld would drink from that river leith um to in order to forget their pasts oh. and their corporeal lives like their their lives from uh, back on earth and so they were killing their like former selves mm-hmm. technically mm-hmm. and starting over as their underworld right mm-hmm. so by doing that underneath they were kind of like toasting to um uh toasting in glasses filled with the water of that river Mm -hmm. to symbolize their voyage via that river to the underworld and like basically into hell (laughs) Mm -hmm. right so it's a morbid type of thing so cheersing someone with water that german superstition is actually you're wishing death upon all the people that you're cheersing with interesting yeah and I cheers with water all the fucking time. Oh, why, actually? I cheers with water the other night. Mm-hmm. I've been at so many fucking board me- meetings cheersing with water. I'm like, which one else is going to die now? Die. Yeah, I had to pick Hex up because she was being a nuisance. <laughs> yes, you were. You were making so much racket. So much racket. She's oh. probably saying, don't tell our secrets from the underworld, woman. Yeah, she's looking at me like I'm going to step on your other nipple tonight. <laughs> She's like, how do I stop this lady on the phone? She's telling her (laughs) secrets. Rachel, mother, please stop her. She knows too much. She's like, bring me back to Mama Lauren. (laughs) 
Hala Lorne never told our secrets from the underworld. Yeah. Well, that is the last of the the superstitions that I have. Mm-hmm. Lovely one to end on. Should we cheers? I have water. I have an empty glass, but I can get some water if we want to cheers. <laughs> <laughs> we can Maybe cheers. not. We can cheers to... Uh, Let's not wish death upon each other. No, let's not do that. Let's send someone some yellow flowers, Rachel. Who shall we send some to? The milk I man? know who. We, I know who we can send some to. <laughs> who shall we send some to? Take a guess. Hmm, dude. Hmm. We could, but there's somebody else. Oh, he's lower on the list. He is. Dude is lower on the list. Who? Think what about Percy on the list. Think about who's the number one person. That would be on my list. Oh, is it the person that caused the whole milkman issue? I didn't think about that, but yeah, that would be good. Okay, I thought that was where you were going. <laughs> and also the milkman. He can get some yellow flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the next the person is. Is it the person that we like to... Uh pick at but we haven't picked at in a long long time no it would be the person who caused the milkman situation to um spoil if you will <laughs> you mean the the one that um the the one that made the the milkman curdle <laughs> <laughs> did the milk curdle <laughs> the milk curdled and it went sour real fast it went sour mm-hmm but yeah, it would be it would be her because mm-hmm. that's like the ultimate betrayal. Yeah. So I was right. Mm-hmm. But who were you thinking? Were you thinking of someone else? I was thinking of just the milkman. Oh, but yeah. I did say him. Yeah. No, you I said, said I said him. I said dude first. Yeah, dude's lower on the list. Yeah. It would be he's her. Like three, right? Like he's in third spot. No, because third is fourth. Third is the person we went to high school slash undergrad with. See, that's, I said that, the person we usually pick at, but we haven't talked about in a long time. Yeah, because I haven't found anything to pick at. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't, I haven't creeped in a while to find anything to pick at. I've snooped, I've snooped, oh Jesus, I was saying, I've snoozed, like snoozed all her shit Mm -hmm. and like put all the shit so I don't see anything unless I go and look for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just better for, you know, me overall, so I don't have to see it just yeah, bar- barraging me all the time. Yeah, I um, mm-hmm. I did that as well. I unfollow so the notification, so like the posts don't show up on my timeline. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, we have our list of people that <laughs> cheers water with and send yellow flowers to. Mm-hmm. let uh, us know who you would send some yellow flowers to yeah so if you have a list of people you want to send yellow flowers to email us <laughs> inconsistentpodcast1 at gmail.com yeah and remember that our movie watch epi- uh, episode will be the last of this month and mm-hmm. that will be a continuing uh, recurring episode throughout this podcast our movie of the month is dr strange the first one 
So if you would like to watch that movie and then uh, so in advance so that you can listen to the episode and get everything out of it. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you'd like to suggest movies in the future that you'd like us to uh, review and pick apart and just talk shit, send all that to all our socials mm-hmm. that Rachel will tell you about right now. Yeah, so if you have movie suggestions or even if you have superstitions that you believe in and want us to know about, you can message us on Instagram. We're Inconsistent Podcast one you can send us a Facebook messenger. Messenger. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. Uh, inconsistently consistent on Facebook. And like I said, you can email us uh, inconsistentpodcast1 at gmail.com. Remember to like, rate, and review us on your podcasting platforms, as well as share us with a friend because you might have a friend that wants to listen to two millennials talk about nonsense because according to the boomers we like to talk about ourselves i feel like we haven't talked about ourselves that much we've been talking about other people's yeah but you know the boomers will still be like "Ah, it's because you're on that damn phone again (laughs) (laughs) well yeah we're on that damn phone making a podcast exactly roasted (laughs) (laughs) yeah Remember to rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. That will really help us out. Yeah. And uh, added to iHeartRadio for their podcast. So take a take a listen there. Cool. Bye. Bye.